Welcome to Making the Magic, a podcast chatting about all things Disney, Universal and beyond. This week we're talking about booking your 2022 Disney World holiday. That does sound very far away, doesn't it? Disney have now released availability right up to December 2022 and we've got all the information you need to start planning your next trip. I'm Amanda. And I am Martin. And yes, it does seem like quite a far away. I mean, we're only just starting to get to grips with the facts that it's 2021. So to start booking 2022. But it, Disney always used to bring out the, um, the the next year's availability around this sort of time anyway. So for us, it's kind of quite normal. But 2022 just sounds so far away, doesn't it? Well, I think it's because we've lost all that time, isn't it? Uh, not being able to go anywhere. So there does seem to have been an awful lot of excitement. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm absolutely shattered the last couple of days. We've done so many quotes and bookings for people, haven't we? Which is, is really, really nice. It's fantastic. We've done so many bookings and so many quotes for so many people. And we had people who were just sort of dying to to get something booked because, yes, it is quite far away. But to have something on the calendar, you know, to look at your your, your app and be able to see a countdown clock, you know, it might be sort of 500 odd days in advance. But, you know, you know, you're still going. You know that you're going and you're going to have an amazing time. Yeah, I do always like to have a countdown, even if it's quite far away. And and we had a, a long waiting list of people um, and we have been back to all the waitlist people now. So if you were expecting to hear from us and you haven't, then yeah, please do get in touch. But yeah, if you do want a quote for next year um, or if you'd like some advice about planning your holiday, then please do get in touch. All the contact details, as usual, are in the show notes or on the website, which is fairytaleholidays.co.uk. Walt Disney World 2022. So uh, not all the hotels are on sale yet. And that's correct, isn't it, Amanda? It is. So they've just put on sale the ones that are open at the moment. I mean, obviously, we are hoping very much that all the other hotels will be open by next year and they'll start to release that availability. But just for now, there are a few favourites missing. We start just at the value hotels. So we've got all-star movies, pop and art of animation. All-star movies, is it's a great price, isn't it? It's fantastic. I've I've been so surprised at the price of this that it just it's it's a uh, you know if you're looking for uh, a great value hotel to stay in, it's an amazing price. It's brilliant, and for for all the extras you're going to get for, and the benefits of being on site at Disney, you know it's so easy to get back to the hotel. Yet yeah, this is definitely a, a a great hotel if you're kind of on a bit of a budget or like me, you're not particularly you know you just go to the hotel to sleep you don't really kind of use it for anything else and the rooms have all been refurbed there now so and um, the the similar setup that you've got at pop so they've got the two double beds but one of them actually sort of lifts up and converts into a table so that's really good if you want a bit more space um in your room during the day or if you're just two adults and you you know you don't need that, so that second bed in the room so i definitely have a look at that one and then art of animation really good because they've got the family suites so if you're looking for more space or you've got a bigger family that's got the separate bedroom two bathrooms got the kitchenette and sort of dining area there i've stayed there in one of the nemo family suites and they're really fun i mean the theming is a bit over the top um, yeah. so they've got the, yeah, the nemo family suites the lion king ones and the cars ones but it is a bit disney in your face so if you want understated disney probably not the one for you <laughs> this is not a subtle hotel by any means is it it is quite in, in your face as you said yeah, but you are in that you're on that disney bubble though aren't you yeah, no, I liked it. I mean, I stayed there for a few days. I think um, I think if you had younger children, it'd be great because it has got the proper massive Disney characters outside. It's really good fun. 
but yeah, you know you're at Disney. And then moving up to the moderates, um, yeah, unfortunately we haven't got either of the Port Orleans resorts available to book at the moment. We know they are really, really popular with people, but we've got Coronado Springs, as you know, I, that's one of my favourites. Love the rooms and the yep. dining there. Um, Caribbean Beach, obviously, on the Skyliner. And then we've got Fort Wilderness as well, which I think people often forget about, don't they? Yeah, it's a great um, – it's not a hotel, though, is it? I think people kind of think that you have to have a car to get there, though, don't you? And I think it's one of those things that you don't need a car. A lot of Americans will go and they use it as a, a place where they where they have to – where they drive to and from. But you don't need a car. You can, There's buses that go all the way around uh, the resort. So you can get to the parks quite easily. Yeah, so, I mean, they've got the, the campsite there and a place where you can take RVs, but they've also got the cabins, which is a bit like Davy Crockett at um, Disneyland Paris, but so you definitely don't need a car to stay there. It's really easy to get around. Um, I've been there quite a few times to the Hoop-de-Doo review um, yeah. the show there, which is, uh, I think, it's really, really good fun. And you just get the boat across the Magic Kingdom really close um, to be getting to the park. So I think the cabins sleep up to six people too. So, again, good if you've got a larger family. Yeah, if you're a family of five or six, it's great. It means you don't have to get two rooms. It is kind of a great place to, to stay if for those larger families. And then we've got a bit more choice when we go up to um, the deluxe hotels. Um, so we've got pretty much everything available here apart from Animal Kingdom Lodge, which again is a really popular one. We know people like that. Who doesn't want to wake up to a giraffe outside yeah. the bedroom window? <laughs> but we've got, yeah, we've got Wilderness Lodge, Beach Club, Yacht Club. Um, and then over at the Magic Kingdom, the Contemporary, the Poly, and um, the Grand Floridian, of course. Yeah, always uh, popular choices, especially with people who are going on honeymoons or for special occasions. Those monorail resorts, they do sell out quite quickly, don't they? And they're, they're, they are popular. They're, they're, they're a dream for a lot of people, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I mean, one of the ones I've been looking, doing quotes for people, because, because we haven't got the Animal Kingdom Lodge available, people perhaps looking at other hotels and Again, the Wilderness Lodge, I think, is coming up a, a, a really great price um, for next year for lots of the dates I was looking at. And again, maybe it's one that people haven't really thought about before. It's one of those ones that I think people kind of forget about it, because when you're looking at deluxe hotels, the entry one is usually Animal Kingdom Lodge. So people kind of like sort of go to that one to kind of get the entry. Level. Oh, plus, also, it's an amazing hotel. But I think a lot of people then automatically jump to the monorail resorts. Uh, and they look at those and they kind of do forget that uh, that that one is kind of quite close to the Magic Kingdom. It's much closer than a lot of the other um, hotels, but it's just not on the monorail. Well, no, but it is just, a, again, a very short boat ride um, away. Um, or, I mean, I really like the um, the Epcot resort area. So Beach Club, Yacht Club, haven't got Boardwalk available to book, but Beach Club, Yacht Club, I think got the best pool on property, hasn't it? Storm along Bay. It's uh, a really, really yeah, cool yeah. Um, sand bottom pool there. And walking distance to Epcot. It is walking distance to studios. I'd probably rather get the boat, you know, but that's just me. But uh, I do like, I like, I love getting on the boat. I mean, of course, now you can get on the uh, on the Skyliner, but I, I like getting on the boats. I think it kind of it breaks up the day a little bit. It kind of gets you off to a nice little start taking a yeah. boat ride. It's not many other places in the world where you'd take a boat ride to get to where you were going for the day. Venice, yeah. maybe. Yeah, no, it is. It's a it's a nice way to arrive at, at your hotel, isn't it? Rather yeah. than squished in a bus. Um, and being able to walk, I think, to um to your park um is a really, really good perk as well. So you've got that at those Epcot um resort hotels. Of course, you've also got that from the contemporary, nice short walkway to the Magic Kingdom. And now they've built the new walkway 
from the Grand Floridian as well, haven't they? I haven't actually been there since they've built that, but you can walk around. It's not too long a walk either from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom. No, I was always surprised that there was never one in the first place. So um, it's great that they finally caught up after all these years and, and managed to build the walkway because, you know what, it, it just saves quite a bit of time. You don't have to wait for a shuttle bus, you have to wait for a monorail or anything like that. You can just walk and then you get to the park and you're nice and relaxed and chilled out. I think the best benefit is at the end of the day when you want to get home, especially if you've stayed for fireworks and then everybody's trying to get on the monorail or the bus. I know you might have tired legs at the end of the day, but just being able to walk back to your hotel and know you're going to be back in sort of 10 or 15 minutes is is a huge benefit. Being able to beat those crowds. And you know what, when you are staying, if you go into Magic Kingdom and you stay in for fireworks and then you are leaving at the same time as half the world, then queuing up to get onto a shuttle bus. You know what, if you can walk back, if you're staying at Contemporary or you're staying at Grand Floridian, then that's great, fantastic. You can be in your bed by the time people are getting onto the shuttle bus. Yeah, I've stayed at the Contemporary um, quite a few times and just, yeah, being able to walk back is uh, is really, really nice when you're seeing everybody else crowding onto those, those buses. <laughs> that's when you think, I've definitely made the right yeah, choice. Yeah, I made the right choice. It's worth paying the upgrade. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so as well as booking Disney, I mean, what's been really, really popular the last couple of days, as ever, is booking those twin centre stays. So this is just a reminder that that we do that so you can book your time at Disney and then also have a short stay at Universal as well. Yeah, super, super popular is uh, Endless Summer. It's just an amazing price for what it for all the value it's uh it's a universal hotel it's it's not actually on universal property it's just off it's on international drive it's where wet and wild used to be so you can easily get around international drive to go to all the different restaurants and shops that are there so you don't have to eat and pay there's sort of universal bubble prices you can go to regular restaurants uh in the evening if you want to but it's a great value hotel they've also got those two bedroom apartments as well which have been super super popular been booking loads of those and a lot of people have also been doing i think they must have been listening to our other podcast they've also been booking hard rock um to go and stay there and get your uh, even just for sort of two or three nights to get your universal express bus so they could skip the queues get universal done within a couple of days yeah, so we did a podcast a few weeks ago, didn't we, talking about the benefits of staying on site in a Universal Hotel. So if you haven't listened to that, uh, go back and, and, and have a listen now, because uh, it really is worth staying there. I mean, I think, unfortunately, we do seem to be losing some of the on-site benefits of, of staying at Disney. Hopefully, some of them will be back. As a, an on-site guest at, at Universal, you really do get some nicer perks. Yeah, I mean, the fact that you can get into the parks an hour before Everyone else, all those day trippers, is brilliant because you can get the most popular rides done as soon as possible. Especially with, you know, they're opening the Velocicoaster this year, so that's going, you know, that's going to be still going to be super popular in 2022. Um, Hagrid's and Imagine is going to be absolutely popular. I watched the TV show about the making of it the other day, and I just look, I can't wait to go and do that. Uh, and so, if I can get in an hour before, then I'm. Of course, I'm staying uh, at Universal uh, Hotel so I can jump the queue and get it done before everyone else gets in the park. I know it can seem like a bit of a faff staying in two hotels when you're on holiday, but it's really easy to 
transfer between the two. And the alternative is, if you're going to do Universal as well as Disney, is then you've got to go each of the days across there and get your Uber every day. Um, you've got to, you don't get that early opening. Um, you might have to pay extra to get your express passes. So it's really worth doing it. And I normally recommend four nights Universal, ten nights Disney. Yeah, I've, I've booked quite a lot of people to do 10 nights and five nights just so they can kind of... Because Volcano Bay is a really great uh, water park. I think people think that they might miss out if they only do four nights. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people think they have to go for two weeks, but there's flights every single day. So don't limit yourself to just thinking that you could, you have to go for two weeks, which you think, actually, we want to spend slightly longer in Universal. Go for 15 nights, go for 16 nights. It's been, uh, quite a few of the bookings I've done this week have been 16 nights. So yeah, people... After not yeah. having been able to go for a little while, uh, are adding on a few extra nights here and there, aren't they? You know what? The you've already paid for the tickets. The tickets are the same whether you're going to go to Universal for for three days, four days, five days, six days, or two weeks. It's exactly the same price. And if you're staying at somewhere like End of Summer, it's not that much per night to stay for an extra couple of nights. And usually, the longer you stay, then extra discounts also kick in as well. So it is worth staying sort of like four or five nights um, because it's not that much more. So as we said, you can book right up to the end of December 2022. I don't know if it sounds weird just saying that, seems so far away. <laughs> and also when when you book, if you're staying at one of the on-site Disney hotels, you can book your park days straight away, can't you? You can go on the Park Pass reservation system and it's taking bookings now right up until January 2023. Now, you can change your mind if you think actually, you know, oh, I want to go on Monday to Magic Kingdom. Oh, I've changed my mind now. I want to go to uh, on a different day. Now, we will help you pick the best days to go to the parks. So we do know sort of the, sort of the best days and we can base it on sort of a historical data as well. But, you know, you can change it. You could just book something in for now just so you've got something. Uh, and that's right. And you don't have to have paid for your tickets fully if you are staying in a Disney hotel. If you're booking in a villa or staying in an off-site hotel, you can still go on the park reservation system, but you need to have fully paid for your, your tickets, just something to be aware of. So like I said right up until 31st of December, but not into January. So you can't stay over that New Year period. You've got to be out by the end of the month. Check out on New Year's Eve morning. Yeah, uh, that's just uh, the way it is, unfortunately. So we do have a lot of people that will do the split centre and they'll do their time at Disney first and then they go and do New Year's at Universal. And if you're looking to get the best prices, like always, it's great if you can book outside of school holidays. Um, we know not everybody can. Um, the busiest times and the most popular times to go are Christmas, as you said, and also Easter Easter, fab time to go. Weather's great. I've been at Easter lots of times, but it is one of the most popular times um, to go. Yeah, it's super, super popular, which means that it's super, super expensive. You know, Disney know when they can fill their hotels and they know how to price when they know they can fill their hotels. So uh, also uh, Halloween as well, uh, the October half term, that's also um quite pricey as well if you're looking to go during a school holiday if they've got if you get two weeks um over february a lot of schools now have changed to two weeks in february now this is quite new i someone told me the other day that their school had changed to two weeks in february then that's a fantastic time of the year to go um may but it's usually just a week 
mid-August to the end of August, maybe just into September, is a great time to go because American kids have gone back to school. So, you know, the parks have started to empty out uh, compared to sort of going in July uh, and all beginning of August when the American kids are there. Yeah, there's pros and cons to going at different times of the year, aren't there? But you say always if you can go slightly out of school holidays then that's going to be the best um, value for money and likewise um, if you're looking to go during those busy more expensive times like easter halloween uh, and christmas book sooner rather than later because you've got all those people who were meant to go in 2020 you've got all those people who meant to go at easter 2021 and now moving to already one of the busiest times of the year so there is going to be competition. Disney only have a certain amount of rooms and they only release a certain amount of rooms to the UK market as well. So once those rooms have gone, they're gone. Um, so there is fierce competition. And then, of course, the biggest question people are asking is, should I book now? Like, I really want to go back to Disney. Perhaps I haven't been able to go this year. Should I be booking straight away or should I leave it a while until things are a bit more certain? Yeah, it's a question I think it's, it's natural to come to people's minds, especially with all things going at the moment. Can I just say it's really kind of down to how you feel. Um, if, you, if you're like us and you want to get, um, you know, a booking ready so that you've got something to aim for and sort of saving up for, I'm terrible with saving money unless I've got something to save money for. If I haven't got that holiday booked, I won't start saving for it. I will just go and spend that money <laughs> or, or load of rubbish. So by having it booked, I will then pay it off per month or pay quite a low deposit and then just pay it off per month. Um, but it's really kind of entirely up to you. If you feel that you want to have something to look forward to, fantastic, get it booked now. If you're unsure whether you want to go in 2022, then probably best maybe just to sort of hold five. But it's really down to you. Yeah, I mean, I really, really like having something to look forward to. So even if I've got a very long countdown, I know it's there. I can start planning. I can start saying I am going to Disney. I mean, I've got my holiday book for November. This year, I'm really hoping I can go. It's looking a lot more positive. So I really, really hope that I can. Um, and I will be booking again to go in 2022. Um, having said all that, Disney are making it very easy in that it's low deposits, um, it's easy to amend things. So I think we've all had to get in a different frame of mind, haven't we? And that, yeah, it'll be great if we go, but then if I have to change the date, then so be it, as long as it is easy to change. And yeah, they are being very good. And the suppliers that we work with um, being very, very good about making changes if we need to. If a new promotion comes out, we will automatically check your booking anyway if you're already booked with us to see if it's better for you to switch to a new promotion. So don't feel that you kind of like you're better off waiting for something else to come out. If you want to get something booked, if we were doing is waiting to see if a new offer is going to come out, then maybe just book it now because we're going to check it automatically for you to see if the new offer is better. But, I mean, we quite understand not everybody wants to book now. And, and 2022 is still a long way away. And as much as we say, yeah, things do get booked. If you've got a very, very specific requirement. So I booked somebody this week. They wanted a theme park view room in one of the monorail resort hotels. And, you know, there aren't loads of them. You know, not every room overlooks the theme parks, unfortunately. So um, if you know you've got a very, very specific dates, you've got very specific room requirements, then of course, it's better to, to book in advance. But not every room at Disney is going to get booked out all this way in advance. So I won't be overly concerned if you don't book on the day that uh, things are released. 
No, I mean, if you're looking to stay at sort of some of the hotels, have got sort of 4,000 rooms, so you know, you're absolutely fine. But it's those, if you want a specific sort of room type, as you said, one with a theme park view, or you know, those, some of those ones that have got this fifth sleeper, so you've got that extra child bed in the room as well. Those ones can sell out um, quite quickly because there's not as many of those as there is the standard sort of rooms. Yeah, but if you'd like any help planning your holiday, then uh, please do just get in touch. We love to have a Disney chat, don't we, Martin? So uh, we're yeah, very yeah. happy if you just want to give us a call and have a chat through the options um, or drop us an email and we'd be very happy to let you have a quote. So if you'd like to get in touch, said all our contact details are in the show notes or you can find all our details on our website at fairytaleholidays.co.uk. So just a little short show today, um, but we hope you found that useful if you are planning a trip to Disney in 2022. We'll be back with a more regular show next week. As ever, if you have any suggestions for topics for future shows, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you much for listening and we hope you found this really useful. Thanks for listening. And have a magical day. 